who can offer it the Consciousness Transforming Podcast for exceptional 21st century living. We've got a show today on energy medicine. We're going to be speaking with Susanna Stoika, and uh, she's a PhD, and the name of her book, Healing with a Loving Heart, Discover the Power of Energy Healing. And folks, her book is a bit different than, say, Donna Eden's or some of the other ones out there, equally as good, if not better, but very different and a different approach. And you will appreciate the approach as you listen to uh, our podcast today, because, you know, sometimes everything just comes down to that S word. And we're going to get into that S word in a little bit. Now, the information shared on Get Over It uses intuitive and pragmatic insight to help you shift your consciousness to break through the blocks and release energy that is no longer needed. Yes, we're going to help you let go of the BS that is holding you back. But you guys know I always ask that question. Are you truly ready to? And by the way, folks, BS is belief system. A bit about me for my new listeners, intuitive since birth. I'm a third generation intuitive with over three decades of experience supporting people to break through the blocks along their path. I'm a strategist for personal and professional transformation, revealing cutting edge information that enables you to prosper and thrive. I spent 25 successful years in corporate America as an executive sales professional, and I am the founder of Healing Visions Ministries and the Northern California Children's Education Network, a 501c3 nonprofit. I provide consultations and healings in all areas of life that heal the mind-body-spirit connection, allowing you to live your very best life. My clients tell me that I keep it real while providing them with accurate information to assist them along their journey as a spirit living a human existence. But they also say, if you really don't want to know, don't ask Monique. My background includes a doctorate in metaphysics, Reiki master teacher, ordained minister, and clinical hypnotherapist. So whether you are stressed, depressed, or possessed, I can help. To find out more about me and the services I offer, go to my website, nesmonikchapman.com, and I invite you to like me on Facebook and follow me on LinkedIn. And folks, if you like the podcast, if you're enjoying it, please, you know, um, help a girl out. Um, give me some stars, subscribe, both, whatever. I really would appreciate it. Now, my guest today, Dr. Susanna Stoika, is a medical intuitive energy healer and best-selling author who often speaks on topics related to healing. As a healer by birth with a PhD in designing computers with brain cell-like circuits and an inventor who defined advanced technology, Susanna's insights into the how and why of the human energy field are unique. She is a certified healing touch practitioner and certified hypnotherapist who works with people all over the world. And you can get more information about her by going to her website, and that's stoica.com, O-I-C-A.com. Again, that's S-T-O-I-C-A.com. Welcome, Susanna. Hi. Nice to be in your show. Thank you. I am so glad to have you here. Um, as I was alluding to earlier, your book is so different with energy healing, and you really um, focus on, you know, helping people relieve stress and getting into the crux of what started the stress. 
when did you start your healing? Because I know you had a really interesting day a while ago with two brain injuries in the same day. Yes, uh, I uh, officially I started healing uh, in 1982 mm-hmm. when uh, I went for a course to learn how to help my husband with his back problems. Uh, being a very proud person who didn't go to the doctors, he would end up uh, two, three times a, a year with terrible back pains. And I felt really bad. So I had to do something. And I ended up first learning reflexology. Okay. And uh, he, could, uh, he couldn't take it. He was too ticklish. No. <laughs> so I was back to the... Uh, drawing board and I uh, found a book about uh, a healing method which was related to Chinese healing the five elements concept and uh, when I was at the course I read the book and I learned everything that was in the book but at the end of the book was saying you have to go and train with a knowledgeable uh, professional before you start doing it because you can get unexpected reactions. Uh And later on, I found out that those unexpected reactions were if you release the energy of anger too fast, people could beat you up. Uh, We had a few of those people uh, who got beaten up. Uh Uh, Anyway, so I went to the course and when I was practicing what the teacher was uh, telling us uh, my hands just took off I couldn't stop them I couldn't uh, I had no control over my hand but it was so gentle like an invisible hand was keeping my hands in place Uh and what was really interesting about the event is that I had some unexpected images uh, that went through my mind while I was doing the healing. One was that uh, I saw this gray smoke coming out of the person's lungs, and I somehow I knew that I had to throw at it um, unconditional love energy. Uh-huh. And uh, the other one, I saw myself floating inside a church a very famous church that is protected by UNESCO, Uh uh, which has very tall stained glass windows and a very famous organ. And I could hear the music, which was, uh, I am not musical by any means. So it was really uh, unexpected. Plus I am Jewish. Uh, So floating in this, uh, and I am, I consider myself non-religious while I know that it's a force, uh, has to be a force, which is described as God. I consider myself as as non-religious. So this was out of of my uh, realm of expectations, plus being an engineer, of course, Mm -hmm. uh, compounded the problem. What was strange about it is that uh, once my hand stopped uh, moving by the, uh, themselves, we went for lunch, and this lady I was working on tell, told everyone at the table that uh, she had a very bad flu, and after the bad flu, she uh, couldn't breathe properly anymore. And the doctors tried to uh, check her every which way and couldn't find any reason why she couldn't uh, breathe. They tried 
all sorts of antibiotics and none worked. Mm-hmm. And here in 20 minutes, I was able to uh, take away whatever it was wrong. And she was be- breathing perfectly. And she showed out that she asked that she can breathe uh, deeply. Mm-hmm. So that kind of scared me. <laughs> and to to add to the uh, shock, when we were going back to class, she turned around and she says, you know, the strangest part of the whole uh, thing was I had these images in my mind. And she repeated exactly what I was seeing while I was working on her, which was really, really unexpected. Mm-hmm. So it took me a while to figure out what it was. And um, I actually applied the healing when my son was diagnosed with a tumor on his adrenals. And uh, the doctor sent us, uh, he his uh, adrenal output was 100 times more than normal. Mm-hmm. It, uh, we were sent for an uh, x-ray and uh, we couldn't get immediately an appointment. So uh, in the meantime, I, I told myself that if I was able to help that lady, I should be able to help my son. So mm-hmm. I started doing the same thing. And uh, sure enough, uh, they couldn't find anything on the X-ray. And then the doctor repeated the same tests and they were absolutely normal. And the doctor was just saying, I sent both tests to two different labs just to make sure. Mm-hmm. The original test and uh, the final, the second test. And I don't understand. This just doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, I told him what happened. And uh, years, many years later, I was able to help somebody. Uh, I no longer lived in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a client from Minnesota at that time, and I was able to refer her to this doctor and the doctor who was a very good doctor, and uh, the doctor remembered me. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. that was the start of my uh, career, because after that, the doctor started sending me his impossible patients. And those are typically people who do not fit the definition of an illness and Uh most of them don't fit it because they have a combination of things because they didn't take care of the original problem and uh, what happens uh, when you have uh, a problem and it it becomes chronic usually it uh, affects more and more of your physical uh, well-being Mm-hmm. And it becomes so complex that uh, it's very difficult to to figure out what is the main problem. Uh, luckily, as a healer, I can see what started the whole uh, problem, and uh, I can tell doctors what to do, what tests to do, in order to find the uh, original problem. And if you take care of the original problem, basically, the uh, it's much less uh, expense because you don't have to go through so many tests, much less time. And if you pull the rug with the original problem, the person gets uh, well much faster. 
Mm. Well, you say in your book that the mechanics of an illness, um, that 80 to 90% of it has emotional origins. Could you talk to us a little bit more about that? Yeah, that was one of my surprises. Mm -hmm. um, I, being an engineer, <laughs> I expected that the physical is a dominant in our well-being. Mm -hmm. And I was, as I was going uh, year after year of doing healing and seeing more and more people, I found out to my surprise that actually uh, some illnesses are 100% emotional and it starts emotional and it can be corrected only with emotional work. Uh -huh. And fibromyalgia is one of those. Uh -huh. And uh, other uh, are about 90% emotional, 10% physical. So if you don't fix the emotional, uh, you have a, a high chance of recurrence of the illness. Okay. And uh, cancer is one of those which uh, if you don't do the emotional work, uh, if you don't make the necessary changes to your life, the rate of recurrence is much higher. Uh -huh. Now, is it possible, like, say someone has cancer and say it's, you know, the late stages and they do the work, they figure out, you know, the origins and all, can they actually reverse it? Or is it at some point, it's just too far gone? Um, look, I had uh, years ago, a lady who, who had uh, pancreatic cancer and she put, uh, she had it in her mind that if you take out, uh, if she would be able to find somebody to take out the original um, tumor, uh -huh. uh, because she had metastasis all over, uh -huh. um, then she will get well. And of course, everybody told her that doesn't work that way. Uh -huh. because, uh, it's still, it's spread all over. But she insisted, so she went all over the country, she had a lot of money, so she finally convinced the doctor to, to do the surgery and he accepted it with the provision that she had to sign a paper saying that she understands that her rate of survival of the uh, surgery is only 40%. Oh, okay. So 12 days before having this surgery, she came to me to, for help. And we did about... Uh, three or I don't even remember exactly three or four sessions with your, her um, uh, healing and uh, also did uh, uh, emotional work and one of what we found out uh, this wasn't her first cancer I didn't know when she first came to me um, mm -hmm. she survived the first one got well uh, she she is a mom, so uh -huh. she wanted to survive for her kids. Uh -huh. She had the motivation, but it came back. And we eventually found out that the reason um, she was so sick is that her mom never wanted her and even tried uh -huh. to try to abort her. Uh -huh. And the relationship with her mom was horrible because the mom didn't want her and treated her as such. Uh -huh. and uh, she went uh, she listened and she forgave her mom uh -huh. she even wrote her mom a letter 
of forgiveness. And her mom, uh, when she had the first cancer, came to help her and eventually left saying, I hope you die. Oh, geez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was a piece of work anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't have a very good marriage. And uh, it wasn't fair for the kid. Anyway, so this time when she wrote this letter to her mom, her mom was so impressed that she said, I don't know what you are doing, but I am coming to help you. And she was a, it was a totally different relationship with her mom. Uh-huh. And when she went for the surgery, actually all the metastasis was gone. And the, the original tumor was much smaller. Uh-huh. And they were able to take it all out and she survived and lived for many years. Wow. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's possible. It, it, uh, from my experience, it depends how motivated the person is to uh, escape whatever the problem is. Okay. So <laughs> the motivation is important, but is it also equally important that they truly believe deep down that it'll work um, or no? The two of them work together because you can't uh, be motivated and really work hard without having the conviction that it will work. At least allow for the possibility. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. Um, right now, as we're going through, well, you know, 2020, up until now, we've been dealing with COVID and all the tentacles from that. And now babies are coming out with this RSV uh, virus. A baby is not going to necessarily have an emotional stressor, would it? One moment, I have to drink. Yeah, no problem. Drink, drink, drink some water so that you can get rid of the cough. Um, it happens for everybody from time to time, folks. So we're just going to let her recover. Um, in the book, though, she talks about many, many different diseases that you can utilize her techniques for, like arthritis, um, autism. There's so many kids that have autism or on the Asperger's. Um, spectrum, even down to the blood pressure, um, bone fractures, uh, constipation. So if you got that issue, you know, uh, she's got information here that um, will help you. Um, she also talks about um, how to help somebody who's about to make their transition, someone who is dying. And um, when I looked at that, it was very profound for me because one of my uncles just passed away. I've had a lot of deaths this year, but one of my uncles just passed away. And it was very comforting to understand um, a little bit more in depth as what's going on. And then, you know, a lot of people are having kidney issues and liver issues. So it's, this is deeper than a detox. This is deeper than, um, you know, just doing some energy medicine with, you know, perhaps moving the energy around. She really gets down to the core. Susanna, is everything okay now? Yes. Okay, good, good, good. Um, Uh, Actually, uh, the reason I wrote the book is that in my way of approaching healing, I really want people to be independent of me. I don't want to keep uh, 
people depending on on having sessions with me. Mm-hmm. Rather, I want them to learn how to keep healthy and correct whatever uh, is in their lives that might cor- might uh, induce uh, less than a perfect well-being. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's it's really interesting. I just opened up the book to a page right now, and um, it's how to help yourself get pregnant have an easy pregnancy and a healthy baby. Now I am far from that stage, but you know, there's women out there today, young women that are, you know, seeking to um, have children, especially since so many are delaying having childbirth um, until later years. But once they have that child and the child gets here, there's so many babies today with this RSV. What is going on with that? I don't understand how the baby can have um, an emotional, you know, faux pas or is it coming from the mother or it's coming from the mother yes oh, wow. uh, uh, babies uh, feel the, the emotions of the mother absolutely and uh-huh. they are much more sensitive than uh, a grown person actually uh, kids perceive much more emotions and much more re- they are much more responsive to emotions than anything you tell them Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why they they uh, pick up our behaviors much faster than what we tell them to do. Mm-hmm. So the way we behave around kids and during pregnancy is very very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I would urge all women who are pregnant to make sure that they eat right because that that will influence the rest of the life of the kid. Uh, to to rest well, to to enjoy life, to have a positive outlook because I get a much uh, more uh, adjusted kid. Uh-huh. And one of the things that I do uh, is to work with the babies who are born immediately after birth and uh-huh. take out the birth trauma because the birth trauma can cause later on problems. And it's very interesting. Every time I work with a baby, you know how the baby in the uh, womb Uh is kind of uh, crunched over. And as soon as I start working, they relax and (laughs) just open Uh the hands and the feet, Uh straighten up. And they uh, sometimes I get a smile Uh and so easy to do. Wow. Well, you know, um, when you were talking about that, it is important to, um, I think, work with the babies and for the pregnancy to be as easy as possible. Because my last kid, I was not necessarily happy during the pregnancy. I mean, I wanted the baby and all that, but, you know, life stressors just wasn't um, where I wanted them to be. And, you know, my kid came out stressed and it was a difficult delivery. I mean, 21 hours hard labor. And then they said, okay, we're going to use the forceps. And I thought forceps were like salad forks. And when I saw these huge things, exactly, (laughs) I was like, oh my God, that's horrible. You know? So um, the baby did have some stress from that. And I tried to heal it with the baby and heal myself from that stress. Cause it just like, whoa, it just bothered me. Now in your book, you talk about three types of energy imbalance. Can you share that with us? I don't know what you are referring to, honestly. Okay. Um, let me see if I can find it real fast. I know it's on page 35, I think. Um, 
the mechanics of an illness. And then um, with that, there is um, imbalances are uh, generally unexpectedly by, generated unexpectedly by a traumatic event, one that is so deep that it destroys the energetic weave. And then you talk um, a little bit more in depth about that. Uh, that is usually when you have a, a broken bone or uh, so physical hit. That's when uh, the physical, all the shock, emotional shock. For example, mm -hmm. uh, if uh, it's very interesting, if you have a broken bone, actually you have a broken energy field. It's uh, you can see the break in the energy field. Mm -hmm. uh, the other one. Uh, typical sh shock is when uh, somebody loses some somebody very close the weave of the heart energy is actually affected and uh, I work with that too and when I I reweave the energy field to its normal uh, way people are still mourning but they are not desperately mourning crying all the time they miss the person, but it's not uh, an overreaction, so to speak. So okay. it's very, very um, uh, soothing for, for a person in mourning. Mm -hmm. uh, usually uh, illnesses come because of uh, emotional uh, problems if they are last a long time mm -hmm. uh, or a shock. And uh, either way, it can be treated. Uh, you can see uh, these changes in the field before they manifest in the physical. Uh -huh. And uh, actually, it's very interesting that the determining factor is uh, is the energy field. It's not the physical. So uh, it's like having uh, the computer program to the computer hardware. Uh -huh. And uh, but it's more that uh, more acts like a mold for uh, like a metal mold. Uh -huh. So it uh, when the energy field changes, so it's stress actually eventually influences the physical. And if you fix uh, the energy field, the physical gets fixed too uh -huh. in time. And it depends, it's different uh, speeds. Uh, kids usually fix right away. They, uh -huh. uh, they are very easy to uh, change, probably because their frequency, uh, energy field frequency is much higher than uh, adults. Mm -hmm. Plus and they're more open, aren't they? I mean, they're more open. Plus they, are, they don't criticize, they don't uh, say it's not possible and it won't work and so it's very interesting by the way to uh, experience a pregnant woman because you you feel the fetus as a as a much higher frequency and uh, lower strength so it's very gentle vibration mm -hmm. versus uh, adults vibration which is a, a strong physically strong uh, slower vibration. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Um, let me ask this. Is it possible to overdo healing? Can we just have too much healing going on and cause damage to ourselves? Uh, it is a certain amount of uh, healing. One of the things that I find from time to time is that uh, people who want to get uh, healthy fast, and then they go to a healer, an acupuncturist, a massage therapist, another healer, another massage therapist. So they do a lot of stuff. Uh -huh. uh, they also go to a homeopath as well as a mainstream doctor and no one knows about the rest. So everyone thinks that they are the only one working on the person. Uh -huh. And that is extremely dangerous. Actually, I had the one extreme case when the doctors, uh, I uh, I worked at one point in a medical practice after my engineering hours. Uh -huh. um, and they had this woman, they didn't know what to do with her because she, uh, they were giving her stuff to take and she ended up in a wheelchair and whatever they did, she would be sicker and sicker and sicker. And they asked me to, uh, she was at the point when she couldn't leave her house. So they asked me to go and see her and see what's going on. Because uh -huh. she wanted to get well. And when I tested her, she literally had huge trays, three huge trays filled with bottles. And her husband made her take all, from each of those bottles every day. And it was so much that she couldn't eat properly anymore because it was too much stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I, I tested her, I couldn't even take away all the stuff at once because she would have had uh, gone into a shock. So I took off. I said, this time, only this quarter tray uh, you don't take. You don't need it, actually. And when I was back, uh, those things were replaced by others. And I asked what happened. And she said, my husband wants me to take as much medic uh, supplements as before. Uh -huh. So I, I told the doctors there is no hope because this man sees her, her uh, uh, wife getting worse and worse. And he's forcing her, basically killing her with uh, kindness, so to speak. Actually, he wasn't a very kind man. He was yeah. really angry when I came to uh -huh. test the lady. So anyway, uh, the other thing is that if, for example, a person um, is very sick, usually older people uh, who are not as strong and a healer is inexperienced and wants to uh, take away all the toxicity, for example, from the system or uh, adjust everything, it create it can uh, get the person in shock okay. uh, because it's too much change for the physical. Mm -hmm. And then that just takes a downward spiral. Um, what would be your words of wisdom for people who are struggling right now and they can't even figure out what their emotional component is that has caused them to be in a state of dis-ease? Uh, I would go take a vacation and go away somewhere. 
uh-huh. and get out from the environment they are in, because probably uh, you can't do the same thing and expect to change things. Uh-huh. So if you you are if somebody goes away and that doesn't mean they have to go to Europe um, or Cancun, uh, they can just uh, go away, visit a friend, uh, get away from your environment because you are bound to, to see much clearer what's going on with you. Plus, if you have a good friend who you are trusting, you can talk to the friend and ask for a, an honest feedback of what the friend is seeing. Uh-huh. Okay, well, that makes perfect sense. And um, you change your environment, you change the energy, most definitely. Now, when we go to your website, healingbraininjury.com or stoika.com, what are we going to find there? Uh, a lot of information. Uh, if you go to the media uh, page, you uh-huh. will find a lot of information, all sorts of uh, links to interviews, articles that I uh, wrote, uh, lots of information about uh, illnesses, how to get well, what to eat, uh, how to behave to be healthy. Okay. And I know you said you don't want people to become dependent on you, but are you taking on new clients at this particular time? Uh, Not many. Uh, I am not spring chicken anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) If you you judge from uh, 40 years of officially doing healing. Mm -hmm. uh, Actually, I started when I was seven years old, I found out. Um, But uh, I... Uh, I am kind of starting to wind down and I am more concerned right now uh, with communicating my knowledge Uh because I accumulated so much knowledge uh, and uh, working with the brain it's something really unusual it's not um, as common as you might think Uh, Uh when I had my brain injury I was really surprised to find out that I couldn't find anyone to do what I am doing. Yeah, well, I, I think it was meant for the universe, for you, for the information to come through you. And yeah, I get a, I got a two by four twice a day. Oh. <laughs> Wake up, it's uh-huh. pass. Yeah, well, I understand that, but I'm kind of the boulder girl, you know, they do the two by four and they shake that off. But once they drop that one ton boulder, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I am kind of, I am kind of uh, set in my ways in uh, a way. While I am very creative, I'm also set in my ways as a true engineer. So I'm a very strange combination. So I need the two by four to change directions. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you a wonderful life without so many two by fours and that the energy comes to you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, Susanna, it's been a pleasure having you on today. I greatly appreciate all the information that you have shared with the audience and folks. The book is healing with a loving heart. Discover the power of energy healing. It's a different type of energy healing book. You will get a lot of value from it. And it causes you to think, think about your own health, your own mortality, and really dig down to what is causing your disease. So uh, Susanna, thank you very much. To the audience, thank you very much. 
I appreciate everybody's time and attention. And please remember that the most important choice that you can make is what you choose to make important. Consider making the masterful choice of you with a loving heart. Upon the blessings, light, and love to all. Agape. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome.